This is Just a Few Questions. I'm your host, Mark Sims, and I have Chris Bass on the phone. He is a Chicago radio radio veteran of 30 years. Is that right, Chris, 30 years? That's right. Uh, you the man. And you taught, you taught radio for, what, 22 years, you say? Uh, about 25 of those years. Oh, 25 years. And you the man to ask. Since you have, the, you have the, the experience. And is it... Let me see. How can I say this? Uh, what's the advantage? What's the advantage of going to a radio school or a broadcasting school, media school, versus going to a you know community college or a regular college like Columbia, and learning to be a radio talk show host or whatever? What's the advantage? Well, well, first of all, Mark, that's a loaded question, I, and I expect it coming from you, so I'm going to take the challenge. So here's here's what I thought of. It was funny right before we started this. I'm watching Showtime, and it has the Shut Up and Dribble documentary that's gone. And I'm watching it, and I compared it to the following. With your question, does a person want to be at a four-year college or do a one-and-done? And that's the parallel in your question to that. So let's take, for example, attending a media school. So I teach talk radio at Illinois Media School here in Chicago. I've been doing it now for a year. And you're only there eight months. You're doing radio, TV, video, and everything else for eight months. In eight months, you get a, you get a, a certificate, and everything's crammed into that short amount of time. It, it, it's, it's doable. And if that's what you want, that's, that's fine. But make the best of it while you can. When you're at a traditional college for media classes, you're there at a certain time. You can always leave, but... What if you change your mind and don't want to be in media? You go into psychology or become a lawyer or a doctor, whatever. You have the option more at a college to change your mind. So it's a matter of what the student wants him or her to get out. Do you want to do four years and compare to say the cooking, like Thanksgiving, when your when your grandmother, your mother fixed this great meal? It took time. It took effort. It took love. Or do you pop in a microwave turkey dinner in the microwave? So it, it depends on how your optics are and your timeline of investment. I'm glad you said that because uh, there's so much, you know, in the, in the uh, do you say 20, 30 years you've been in business. Yes, there's sir. so much stuff has, has, has changed. And it's so much media. There's so many shows, so many, you know, online, Zoom, Skype, whatever. Everybody's doing a freaking show. The point is yeah. that who's who, who's making money? You got to be. It's like like we mentioned about going to the NBA, going to uh, NFL, is uh, mm-hmm. baseball, whatever. You have to be really, really good, or really, really unique, or really, really lucky. Otherwise, you're not gonna make any money in radio or any other media. If if your goal is to make money in radio, then stop what you're doing right now, because the money aspect. Yes, everybody needs that. That's stating the obvious. But it's so many, the the radio industry has changed tremendously because, for example, when my generation of broadcasters were coming up, we were, quote, unquote, next up. But the other older generation of people stayed too long. So the money was not there when it was our time. And you factor in uh, deregulation, you factor in the Telecommunications Act during the Clinton administration, that messed all of us up. Because now that's when your birth of your 
clear channel into your iHearts and other conglomerates became big money to the point where, say, for example, now an iHeart owns, what, five to six stations in one market, where once upon a time it was owned by individual mom-and-pop radio stations. So if you got fired from a radio station here in Chicago, about eight out of ten times you go somewhere else and get hired. You can't do that owned by the same company because they're going to blacklist you. They're going to put you in the system. So you get it. So what are your odds of you getting another job? Unless you, I don't know. It's, it, it became a detriment for all of us, and all of us suffered from it. But what was the birth of all of us that were able to renew our so-called careers, well, my so-called career, let me not put anybody in that category, was the Internet. The Internet gave us a new lease on life from a broadcasting perspective. What I teach my students is that they're in an era where they can create their own platforms, hell, create their own radio stations online. Obviously, we didn't have that. I would have loved to have that, to have my own show, to have my own platform, to have my own, my own radio station. They, how do you, well, how they do you, are, Chris, how, do you, mon- how yeah. do you monetize that? How do you, how do you go find that 1,000 super fans or 10,000 super fans and monetize your little radio show in your basement? That's when you have to really start doing your homework and ask questions. Anybody would tell you when you're starting a business or trying to start something that's your own, always hire people or be around people that's smarter than you. So you talk to people who are business-oriented, that they have the cash in the mindset to help you out. They can sit down and tell you about YouTube and how, for example, you have a certain amount of numbers of viewers on YouTube that you can start getting sponsorships on your channel. When you're talking about uh, monetizing radio or digital platforms, that's a whole different thing. Again, if you're talking about making money, that it, the money damn near is secondary, secondary because you can't go into it with the optics of, I got to make money first. You're losing your skill set because that becomes prime one and not prime two. Prime one is for you to create the skill set first in order to get money, and that becomes a tricky uh, situation. You have to know the right people. You get out there. You ask questions. You ask somebody who maybe knows somebody else. Form a partnership. Form an allegiance. It's the only way because you can't do it by yourself. And the standpoint of making money is concerned, that goes back to doing your homework, um, trying to find, for example, some stations, not all, but some internet stations do have sponsors. But that goes back to how much listeners or hits that people respond to. It's all about likes and hits, as you know, nowadays because of social media and the Internet. Once you have a certain uh, amount, you can take those uh, hits and likes and people who follow you to an advertiser and say, look what's happening on my show when people tune in. So it warrants a conversation. Yeah, you you but see at that you have like you said you can't do it by yourself, which is why I'm doing my show. <laughs> I'm doing my, I'm doing everything by myself. You, you yeah. really can't do it by yourself because you have to be talent and you have to be the business person at the same time. Correct. Correct. And if you don't have skills, really, are you not really good as far as talent? You're not good in business. It's going to be a lackluster program, a lackluster uh, media outlet you got there. That's true. Give me That's some uh, now. And then before I get going, I, I have a bunch of questions. Sure. We can talk forever, but would you recommend in two thousand? What we are now, twenty, almost twenty-one. Yes. Would you recommend mm-hmm. uh, someone going into the radio business? Yes, I would never dash anybody's dream to be fulfilled. 
But as an instructor and as someone who's been in the field for a long time, I got to give you the real. I got to give you what you're up against. I cannot let you go in there blindly. So, no, I will never tell someone not to get into radio, but let me tell you what radio is before you enter. Man, you have to be like super skilled and multi skilled. Like I said, you know, it's, uh, how can I say it? See, the ad, first radio, radio, the, yeah. the, the ad revenue is driven, is, uh, driven. I mean, dried up. Is everything's going digital? That's the problem with radio now, right? Everybody, like I'm, I'm in my fifties, so I, yeah. I, I see people they get in their car, they, they turn on their phones and plug up the phone to. I said like an old man now. They plug up the damn phones to. The, <laughs> what's it? Spotify, Spotify, something, and right, they, right. they listen no. And like me, even in my age, I don't like listening to commercials. I can't. I didn't like it 30, 40 years ago. I don't like it now. So yeah. I mean, so is is radio? Radio's not going to totally disappear, but uh, that the, the super million dollar contracts have been over, right? No, that's that's gone. That that's a pipe dream because it, there's no money there. The money has been divvied up for people in a certain class, and that's it. Everybody else got to fit for yourself. The one thing I do tell my students is that if you do get into radio, have yourself other side hustles. So you just can't put your eggs in one radio basket, for example, if you're fortunate to get into radio. So have your separate uh, production skills outside of the job. Uh, go into other things. Hell, you can be a photographer. You can go into other media. The thing about it is there's so much media out here. You can create what you can create, but don't settle for one thing. That's Do like, multiple things. That's like the whole job market. I think it was something like, I forgot and, how many workers are gig or temporary. There's a big percentage of people, they have multi-jobs, multi-this, multi-that. Uh, just, you know, so if you're in the radio business or podcasting or whatever, more than likely that's not going to be your only gig. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not at all. No, you're going to be like a Jamaican and have multiple jobs, man. You know, you're going to keep on working because it's you, you have to do one to feed the other. So, for example, if, if you have a podcast, like you have a podcast, and you're trying to sell radio time, so, yeah, you got to have other hustles, obviously, other gigs to support the other. So you just can't, once again, go into just, oh, I'm doing just one thing, unless you have multi-faceted other streams of revenue to help the other. All right. I can talk radio, podcasting, and trying to be a celebrity forever. <laughs> but give us, give us, uh, give the uh, young people and some older people <laughs> that I know, like yes. me. Give us some advice and some inspiration as we go close out, man. Thanks for being on the show and give us that good, inspirational little message, Chris Bates. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Mark Sims. Never let anybody tell you you can't do anything. If anything, use that for motivation. Use that to take yourself and become uniquely you. Now, I don't have the answer of how you are uniquely you. That's what you have to find out for yourself. It's a journey well taken because it is you. The one thing you have to do is embrace yourself, scars and all. Don't edit out your life. Don't have revisionist history. You have to embrace everything. Why? Because it's your life, and your life could affect somebody else's life. The key thing is to keep your head above water. Will you be knocked down a lot? Of course you will. Will you be told you can't do it? Of course. Use it as fuel to fuel your fire to make the path righteous for yourself. 